LTD, Lincoln Town Car. Hey everyone, welcome to the Off the Rail Show on the OFD Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Voles, site manager over at OneFootDown.com on the SB Nation Network. Just trying to get through this week. Yeah, last weekend was, um, I mean, (laughs) did it even exist? Uh, Yeah, last weekend was a little rough. Uh, Notre Dame fans have a lot to bitch about, rightfully so. It was, um, yeah, it was something we saw. It it was a lot like the 2017 Miami game. I mean, let's not call anything more or less than what it was. And that was a shit show, you know, or a no show. Um, we, we've already done like kind of like rank the worst losses and, and all that stuff. And let's just say, yeah, it was, it was terrible. You know, maybe it made it even worse because it's Michigan made it even worse. Cause it's the last time he played till 2033. I don't know. It was terrible. It was awful. You played Michigan in October, end of October. So, you know, you don't really have a full season of redemption. Uh, (laughs) You got five games left with kind of a crap schedule that no one outside of Notre Dame, no one is going to care. You win all five games. You win all five games by 50 fucking points. Nobody is going to care. So this is something y'all need to, you know, be prepared for is that Notre Dame's national narrative this year, whatever, however you want to call it. Yeah, it's it's over and done with. Doesn't matter. Out the window. Gone. And that's fine. I mean, if you need, how do I want to say this? If you need the national narrative to be about Notre Dame, to enjoy the sport, then, I mean, I, I can't help you. I'm a college football fan, and I pay attention to those sorts of things, the national narrative, the where Notre Dame fits in the scope of the sport, and, you know, all that good stuff. I'm out fighting the good fight and yelling at Kerb per- ah, <laughs> Street last year for talking about Michigan game, the Michigan win, not counting. Yeah, that's me. I, I, I enjoy doing that. But there's also another part of me that just has to move on. It's college football. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people, whether it was Saturday night, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, there, I've seen a lot of people say, I'm done. I'm, I'm not watching Notre Dame again the rest of the season. That's it. I'm, I've had it. No more. I got better things to do with my life than to watch Notre Dame. Okay. So why weren't you doing them to begin with? I mean, are, are you even a college football fan? See, here's the thing. We all tweet out and message out and talk mad shit, and it's fine. Everyone says something that they don't really mean. Everybody says, I mean, everybody. 
you know, it's a comment. It's a way of coping. It's a way of, of just, you know, moving throughout. You know, it's fine. Case in point, Notre Dame versus Virginia. Virginia gets that on that uh, onside kick, the start of the second half. I tweeted out, Notre Dame is going to lose Virginia. Right after that happened, it was just that you had that feeling, or I had that feeling anyways, of, oh dear God, this might get bad. And so, I tweeted out the first thing that came to my head. Can't say that I 100% believed it. Can't, can't say that I didn't believe it. It's just the first thing that came to my head and kind of a way of dealing with the fact of where the hell did you go, DJ Brown, and why is Virginia going to have the football to drive? No big deal. Some people take took quite a bit of offense to that tweet. I'm not shitting you. I bet I lost over 150, 200 followers off of one tweet. And it was just kind of a, for me, it was kind of a funny reaction. It's okay. If if you were offended by that, then I don't know. It was a reaction. No big deal. I moved on. Two minutes later, it's it wasn't a big deal to me. <laughs> Brian, one of Brian Kelly's kids thought it was a big deal. Quote tweeted, quote, yeah, quote tweeted it, and uh, talks with smack. That's all right. You know, your dad, dad's a little boy. You're going to have some fun with it. So what I'm saying is, is if after the Michigan game or during it or whatever, at any point, if you had put something out into the universe about being done with Notre Dame football or, or whatever, whatever wording you use, how phrasing you used and all that, it's fine. I get it. It's a, it's a perfectly acceptable reaction to watching such you know, watching that ridiculous game. However, however, if it is two days later and you are still on that kick and not like you actually disappeared, like you're still in there commenting on sites, on Twitter talking about it, uh, you're a degenerate Facebook user still using it, still talking about it and saying you're done. What are you doing? Put it down and walk away. Because obviously you don't really mean it. What the hell are you doing? And furthermore, I mean, I guess what is the point? I've said many, many times before, if you've been listening to the show or been following me throughout the years or whatnot, First and foremost, I am a college football fan. First and foremost, it is, I love college football. Everything about it. Everything about it. The bad, the good, all of it. It is the worst, craziest, most insane, stupidest sport on the planet. And God bless it, I love it. All of the dumb little things about it make for me, make it so fantastically delicious and I'll never quit ever. 
Just like I'll never quit watching Notre Dame football. They go, I mean, come on, y'all. We went through 2007 and 2016 and you're still here. Now, I'm not shilling for the university and trying to bring y'all back to the fold or apologize for what has been or any of that nonsense. You got to live your own life. I'm just curious about what you're actually doing with your life. If you're a college football fan, if you're a Notre Dame fan, and you're say, and you are still out there on Wednesday after the game, talking shit and saying you're done. I I, I don't get it. Bring it on back. Slow down. Realize you were just. And I do this all the time. I mean, I I say some, I say some pretty fucked up shit sometimes. It's okay. It's a reaction. It's an emotional reaction. As long as you're able to walk it back, and in the process, before and after, not have like completely made yourself a pariah or an asshole or a terrible person. You come on back. It's fine. It's fine. Notre Dame has five games left in the year. This weekend, they got Virginia Tech coming back. If you're trying to find or search for some kind of meaning for the season, there's still plenty. There, there are, there are some storylines. I wrote earlier this week about some silver linings, and those are definitely still in play. And then there's other little things too, as well. Things maybe you haven't thought about and that's okay. I mean, this weekend in particular, in 2016, Virginia Tech came to Notre Dame stadium and beat the Irish. Now was there, was revenge exacted last year in Blacksburg? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can say that there was some revenge exacted. I mean, how? I mean, it was a, it was a funny situation. I I loved Virginia Tech week last year. I loved it. You know, early in the week, maybe like on a Sunday even or Monday, I talked a lot of shit about Virginia Tech for good reason. Because if anyone had picked a close game. Or for Virginia Tech to win, or there was so much made of like not just the crowd, not just the hostile environment, quote unquote. They literally were went to an intro as a reason why a team was going to lose a football game. A fucking intro. Like five minutes before kickoff, that's where you're losing the game. And I find so much fault with that. I mean, so much fault. I mean, and it was great. And, you know, so I had some fun with it. Number one, I think Enter Sandman's a trash song. I don't like it. I never, I never did. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a Metallica fan, I suppose. I mean, I, that's what you rocked out to when you're, when you're lifting in the weight room in high school. And, you know, you want to. I don't know, just some some good thrash metal. 
everything pre-Black Album. And I said, you know, Enter Sandman's a trash song. They can do a different, there's better songs to use. Virginia Tech fans went ballistic. Like I was, you know, I don't know. Like I just smacked their mama. And it was fun. You know, it was it was a good time that week. Notre Dame shows up to Blacksburg, and it was a good game, you know, for that first half. And then, you know, Dexter Williams takes off 97 yards, and then things changed quite dramatically. It was great. Got to win. That cr- crowd, it was whatever. It wasn't, wasn't much of a factor at all. I mean, even when Virginia Tech was in it, that's a pretty, that was a pretty lame showing compared to what we've seen in Georgia, compared to what we saw in Miami. And hell, even what even what was going on in Ann Arbor last weekend. If you believe that. So they're coming to South Bend, and I'm sure they're looking to for a little revenge themselves. I mean, Notre Dame trolled them so hard, you know, with the whole Enter Sandman, good night, whatever the hell that was on that tweet. That was great. Then I gotta say, schools trolling each other with on social media, I love it. It's, it's just good fun, good clean fun. I wish they would be more like. <laughs> I still get a kick out of uh, old. It was an athletic story from I think this last summer, maybe, maybe a little older than that. Uh, it was about Notre Dame and Washington Huskies. And back in uh, when, I think when Leahy was coach. And there was a bunch of letters between like Moose Krause and the athletic director at Washington. And it, it was a bunch of like shade and smack talk being back and forth, you know, on actual letters. You know, I don't know, I don't know how old you are, but the, people used to send actual like letters that they hand wrote. You put it in this thing called an envelope and you have to get a stamp and you know a mailman takes it goes to the post office gets sorted out goes to another center goes to an address that is listed on the on the envelope delivered it was a process it was some good shit so in a way and, you know, in a way, the the new social media stuff is uh, is taking that over, and, and it's fantastic. I, you know, Michigan had a had a quality one, as ter- as shitty as it was to to read. Hey, that's part of the game. Don't lose to them. So I, if you're listening to this, and and you're one of those people that was. You know, talking about I'm never watching him again. Blah blah blah. What the hell are you doing? Listen to this. Shit, I'm about as rah rah as it gets. I mean, are you looking for an upper? But there's still a lot to go on this season. None of it's going to make a world of difference to anyone else around you. No Ohio State fan. No. Boise State fan, no Arizona State fan, no Oklahoma State fan, no Florida State fan, no Mississippi State fan, no Iowa State fan, 
None of them's going to sh- give a shit about what you have to say about Notre Dame after Saturday. I mean, it just is what it is. It's fine. It's fine and it's not fine. But it's fine. The thing that I think people have a hard time with is like actually separating what goes on and then how you can feel about it moving forward. I think fans of programs like Notre Dame or sports teams like Notre Dame, there is a very, and this is, this is part of the, this is part of the beast, part of the monster. There's a hard time dealing with loss. There's a hard time dealing with embarrassment where you just would kind of want to crawl into a hole and, and die. You know, I get it. It's a, it's a, it's a normal reaction. And it's certainly one that, that fans, you know, feel, but what else are you going to do? What else are you going to do other than, I mean, I don't know what, what does one do in the fall? I mean, I guess that's that goes back to my importance of following college football. You know, I'm a college football fan first, Notre Dame fan second. Just the way, way it's always been. For me. I'm not saying that has to be how it feels for you, but, you know, people that just only watch Notre Dame, I don't know what the hell you're doing. So you're, like, just passing up everything else in college football uh, for what? I mean, are you even able to to talk about the sport if you're just bypassing like 115 other teams? Like, nope. I mean, what's the point? So yeah, we all say dumb shit. We all say things we don't mean. And then, you know, a few days later, you're, I mean, <laughs> ask anyone who's married, <laughs> get into an argument with your wife or your husband. And then just, you know, that just kind of rattling off of bullshit. Something from like five years ago, you bring up during a fight over, you know, a stain on the counter and you're talking about, you know, some night at dinner five years earlier. I mean, you know, I don't have to explain it much more than that. If you're married, you know exactly what I'm saying. Bring it on back, y'all. It's fine. Five games left. Let's just get through it. Let's get through it with some fun. Because while the rest of the country may dismiss Notre Dame completely... The fuck do you care? They're not. They're, they're not going to the college football playoff. It was a long shot to begin with after the Georgia game, because of the schedule that they were going to go to the college football playoff. Would the narrative have been different if Notre Dame was eleven and one? You think it had been eleven and one? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Then you could have some fun with some arguments. There's not, as bad as the schedule is this year. There's 
probably wouldn't have had too much fun with some of those arguments, but it's okay. Still would have had them. But I think if Notre Dame can finish out the season 10-2, and they'll probably go to the Cotton Bowl. And you're probably looking at, you know, SMU or Cincinnati or Boise. Hell, I don't know. I think SMU is probably the the clubhouse leader right now, undefeated, sitting sitting there at 13, 14th the country. Notre Dame's 16th. They, they win their next five games. They're they're going to be hovering at number ten or inside. It's fine. It's an amazing thing how things can be fine and not fine at the same time. Notre Dame has tremendous problems right now inside their program. That was made evident and very clear Saturday. There are definitely some offensive problems. And yeah, there's there's defensive issues. How many of those on both sides of the ball are are something that just happened or so how many of those are something that are, is embedded in, you know, into the program, like as a constant problem. And I think the offense probably has more of the latter there. So they're going to have to work that out. Got five games to see how they do it. I, I don't know who the best defense left on the schedule is. Maybe it's Virginia Tech. Maybe it's Duke. Maybe maybe ranked-wise, maybe it's Navy. And hey, y'all, Navy's back. I think Navy's like 5-1 and one or 6-1 and one or some shit like that. That's not, that's not going to be an easy out. There's going to be a lot of angst that day. I can guarantee it. I can guarantee a uh, close victory against Navy. People are going to be scratching their heads at that one. It's going to be, it's, it's not going to be pretty. But if you can get through it all, get to the Cotton Bowl, play the best Power Five opponent they have, beat them. You're not going to get any respect nationally. No one's going to give a crap. You might have a few people say Notre Dame responded well after getting their asses handed to them by Michigan. That's fine. It's just. It's just a way to get you back watching. But no one's going to care. We've got to move forward. There's nothing... I mean, I mean, unless you want to quit, then by all means quit. It's fine. Go ahead. Please quit. And if you're not, there's you, you have to move forward. doesn't mean you have to hold the banner for Brian Kelly or hold the banner for Jack Swarbrick or whoever else that you're pissed off at. It doesn't mean you have to hold their banner. It doesn't mean you have to like throw out the rainbows and, and sunshine and be like, I'll back them no matter what because I love them. You don't, you don't got to do any of that. But pay attention. Be involved, bitch, if you want. I don't. I don't care. I, I'm not one of those. 
I don't care. Your opinion is valid. As asinine as it may be, as crazy as it might be, as conservative as it might be, whatever, your opinion is valid to me. Because it's your opinion. Now, I may shoot it down <laughs> fairly quickly. I may, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll die on a hill battling you on it. But it's valid. It's your opinion. You're paying attention. Good for you. You didn't go run and duck and hide in the hills and wait for what I don't know. So, I really don't know what this podcast was supposed to all be about. But I thought I had some mo- had a moment to talk and I was going to do it. Like I said, there's plenty going on. Season's moving on. Virginia Tech this Saturday. Uh, I will be curious to see how the crowd reacts to this game. Uh, I have to imagine it's going to be... I won't say on edge, but it's it's going to be a team that, or it's a, a crowd and a fan base that's a little bit, you know, uneasy. And I don't. I think if Notre Dame gets off to a slow start and has some problems, uh, unfortunately, you're probably going to hear some boo birds. I don't doubt it for a minute. If Notre Dame's first couple of series are, you know, like three and out punts, you know, there's there's it's going to happen. Be prepared for it. Don't be surprised when when a crowd of people that you know shelled out the money they shelled out and they get treated with uh, poor performance after a shit performance starts booing. It's going to happen. I wish that they wouldn't, but I understand when they do. Happens all over the country like this, guys. This isn't anything new or different in Notre Dame. The fan base has to deal with losses the same way players and coaches have to deal with losses. You, know, you, you got to move forward. You got to move on. There's plenty of examples of other teams getting beat badly on the road. You can look at Ohio State last season against Purdue, for God's sakes, as, as one the, you know, when the night strikes. You know, it's, it's how you turn around from it. And Ohio State, you know, it was the same, a little bit of the same situation. I mean, although they only had one loss last year, they got their ass handed to them by Purdue. And moved about, went along their business, and you know, end up blasting Michigan like you know, seventy to three. It wasn't the score, but I like saying seventy to three. Went out, won their bowl game, and <laughs> fuck, they ended up ranked higher than Notre Dame, who was in the college football playoff, which was a ridiculous thing that should have never have happened. The AP writers are a joke. Or AP voters, I should say. Yeah, they finished their season ranked number four. Notre Dame's got going to be number four, number five. Shit, they're probably not going to be six or seven. 
Do they got a f- chance to finish number eight in the country? Yeah, I think they could. You win your next six ball games. They could do it. And hell, even that changes the narrative, right? Notre Dame, you know, before the season when people are talking about Notre Dame not being able to finish higher than what they started out the season at or whatever whatever the hell that is. They, they can still do that. So, we're going to leave it at that. I hope this little rant rambling, which is all I really ever do when it's just my lonesome on the Off the Rails show, uh, all it really is. Maybe I helped you kill some time you know, on a commute or on a, on a walk. Uh, I, w- I wish I had something funnier and more entertaining for you today. I re- this was kind of a, th- this felt no fun. This felt like, this kind of felt like bullshit. And I apologize. See how that works? Maybe I said some things I didn't mean. Well, that's not really true. I'm pretty sure I meant most, pretty much everything I said, but you see how that works though? It, maybe maybe it wasn't the the most fun thing to watch or listen to. You're gonna move on from it. It's okay. Please rate and review. Give us your honest opinions about the show. It's not just me. You know, we, we on the off the OFT podcast. Jude, Brad, other guests, other writers from the from the site. Everyone's working hard to to entertain you and to. Uh, to help you along on this conversation that we're all having. Would appreciate it. <laughs> all right. Until, uh, I don't know. I think maybe we'll have, maybe there might be an OFT podcast either Wednesday night, Thursday night, something like that. I don't, I don't know. But uh, we will definitely talk again <laughs> real soon. Go Irish.